everybody. Welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to welcome you to today's episode. If this is the first time you're joining me, well, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time out to spend with me and listen to what it is that we are going to talk about today. And if you are returning, I want to say thank you. Thank you and thank you and welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I appreciate you so much that um, you've taken the time out to actually come back and listen to what we have to talk about today. So today is going to be about us and relationships and how we navigate that, right? Um, so as I sip my tea, pardon me, get a little dry, just a tad. Um, but yeah, so first before I, I, I get into all that, I want to thank Divine Nubian Essentials. Um, I always have to thank them because they are <laughs> keeping me afloat just a quite a little bit. And I want to thank them for their beautiful product. They have a, a great hair care and skincare line that they are making themselves totally natural uh, from herbs and plants and butters from Mother Earth. Uh, no chemicals, byproducts, or any parabens or alcohol in any of these products. And I use them all every day religiously, and I swear by them. So DivineNubianEssentials.com. And also thank you to Collins Education Resource Management for all the help you've been given our future nurses in this state. And are actually, they tutor all the way around the world. They do via Zoom, so I can't even say in just this state. So College Education Resource Management um, is definitely online and ready to rock and roll whenever you need for your healthcare students. So today, I, you know, um, there's a lot I can talk about and I'm really trying to steer away from everything that we've been seeing in the news. I, I mean, you guys get enough of that. I'm sure in different podcast areas and different news arenas and you know what I just try to stay to what I know and love and be my authentic self at all times um, because honestly I really don't watch the news like that. The news is very depressing um, to be honest and that's just my opinion. You guys don't have to you know sign on to that or co-sign to that at all but it's my opinion the news is very depressing and I am a very empathic person, so I take everything to heart and want to heal the world. And um, yeah, today I don't want to do that right now. So today I want to talk about our relationships and how we navigate through them. Um, so, you know, my husband and I are constantly in communication with one another, especially now we're really healing ourselves from our own um, childhood traumas and adult traumas and you know, those things. So we're healing ourselves and healing together and growing together. So, which is a beautiful thing. And I totally enjoy the time that we both are spending together and getting to learn and relearn one another, right? And it's authenticity because sometimes when we meet our people, our person, you know, sometimes we don't always present our authentic self. As I, you know, we talked about putting on masks for people and having several different masks that we carry around and that shit gets heavy. Okay, I'm just gonna put that out there. It gets heavy and I'm getting older and my back can't carry all that and honestly, I don't care to put on a mask anymore. So here's where I am, right? So I, I, this conversation came up because um, I was job hunting, looking for a new job 
part-time job, nothing heavy, um, because as we all know, i got like a hundred different things that I am circulating and juggling in my life, all great things, and I love each and every one of them. That's why I don't want to give them up, and that's why I'm looking for a part-time job. But anyways, so this part-time job, um, the reason, yeah, the reason why I'm talking about this, right, the part-time job. So uh, they made an offer um, for me, and um, I had to think about it and look at the value that I place on myself and where I am in my life and in my career and whether or not I'm willing to accept that. And it was pretty much a lowball offer, in my opinion, um, for the caliber of, of educator that I am and for the degree of knowledge that I bring to the table. I don't think that they uh, quantified that properly. And so, um, I'm not really sure. But anyway, that led me to have this thought process. And so I was thinking, so how do you better those conversations, right? Um, first of all, I did not give a number. They gave me a number. I always ask for them to give me a number because we as humans tend to lowball ourselves, right? So I said, well, what do you generally pay for this position? And that's what they came back with. And yeah, I'm not liking it. So um, that's where I am with that. As you, as you guys all well know, I'm honest to a fault. Um, so I thought I'd share that with you all today and, you know, kind of think it, you know, bring it to you guys. Think about it. Like, have you ever been in a, a position where, you know, you need or want something, but yeah, you can't sacrifice lowering your, your standards to that. And how do you handle that? Right. How do you have that conversation within yourself? So, and with your spouse, like I had it within myself and it didn't sit well with me. So I had the conversation with my husband and, you know, he totally agreed, you know, um, it's a half hour drive back and forth and, you know, it's, it's just wear and tear and toll and, you know, the way I am as a human being and the way I teach, it's totally not, um, a proper quantification of who I am and what I'm, I'm qualified for and what I'm worthy of, um, so this is a new month, right? And I, I wanted to, sh to share that because that's something that was going on in my head just as I was preparing for today's show. But um, the reason why um, I figured I'd go in this direction was because it, it opens up that, that thought process of communication, right? How do we navigate that conversation with ourselves and with one another? And how do we grow? And by this being a new month, I thought that that would be a nice challenge to have that conversation with our spouses, right? On communication and communicating well. And since this is a new month, one of the questions that I that came to mind, and we can discuss it, is how do you continue through this new month, right? Is there... Before you continue through this new month, right? You, this is the sixth day or seventh day of the month. So we've already had seven days in November. So, but as you continue to navigate through this month, this new month, think about it for yourself. Ask yourself this for the question. Is there anything that you for yourself wish you were more transparent with, more open with, um, with about yourself? Right? And then, you know, is there something that you wish you were more transparent with and open with about um, your relationship? You know, and there could be different areas you can think about. It could be you, your personality, 
you, your work ethic, you, what we do at home as far as navigating, um, what is it, navigating day-to-day -day life, things that we tend to just kind of muddle through. How do you, you know, how do you maintain that transparency in your relationship when so much of what we do is we're, we're raised to be on the individual. I need this, I need to do this, I need to do this. Um, especially for those of us who were single parents and single parent households, it was always you, right? So how do you navigate that conversation when now you're a we and you have to engage your spouse or you need to engage your spouse in the conversation and be completely transparent, be vulnerable, be intimate, be fully engaged. How do you do that? You know, and for me, I, I wanted to share that for me, it, it does get a little difficult because I'm not used to being that. I'm used to being everything within me and me just doing, doing, doing. And early on in our relationship, it was tough. It was tough trying to navigate all these pieces like, oh my God, I got to remember, I got to engage and, and, you know, and share this information with my spouse. I got to engage and just not so much, ask, I don't want to say ask permission because that's not what you're doing, but you are fully having a dialogue with your spouse and seeing if your thought, your thought pattern is where it should be, right? Um, I, and I say because it just does sound like you're asking for permission when well, you're really not. You're you're letting your your significant other, your spouse, know what it is that you're thinking and where your trajectory of your thought pattern is going. Because honestly, it involves both of you. You can't just navigate as a singular person, and that's something that I constantly am in my head about because I'm so used to going through my day to day and just doing, 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 and it's like, oh, I gotta share this with my husband got to share this with this so it was really unique so he was away for like uh six days seven days a week okay a week and i was trying to maintain that engagement he had uh, no cellular activity he was like in on this retreat so it was no electronics or anything so it's not like i can call him or anything and he would get the messages or whatever he'll get the messages when he got back so what i did was i um just sent text messages or um yeah sent voice text messages to his phone every day about what it is that I was doing or what I was planning to do so that when he was able to have access to his phone at the end of the retreat he would see all the things that was going on in my head and the conversations that we would have had with if he was available and so when he was able to respond back. He responded to each one of the um, conversations that I had via the phone. <laughs> so, so you're talking to yourself, but you're not talking to yourself kind of thing. So I thought that was really cool. Um, so I thought maybe, you know, staying on that trajectory and doing that kind of thing would be helpful for us. Because um, for me, um, that's, that's, that for me is intimacy. Um, and I know with intimacy, everybody has their own version and, you know, what it is and how it looks for them. So one one person's view on intimacy is different from each one, right? So for me, um, at this age in my life, I'm not that big sexual person that I was at 30, 20, and so on. Um, so um, I'm growing in that area. 
And so this helps me to grow in that area. So I thought, hey, let's share that. Let me, you know, um, since a lot of us in the black and brown community do not go to therapists, but we do listen to like a plethora of podcasts and news things. Like this could be a tidbit that could be helpful to someone, right? Um, so, and, and especially in maintaining that bond in your relationship. So um, I'm just going to repeat what I said about the, the, the top question that I asked is how do you continue through um, this month, this new month? Uh, is there anything in this new month that you wish I was more transparent with or open with um, your spouse with about? Um, so yeah, so that that was what that was. So yeah, kind of did that start that conversation with that lead off with that. Like this is a new month, hun. You know, let's take a breather. Let's see where we are. Is there anything that you would like to see me be more transparent with, more open with towards you? Um, and then see where that conversation goes. And it could be anywhere. You can say open or transparent, however you want to, whatever verbiage you want to use is totally up to you. But I would say, you know, that's something that you might want to consider and just start that conversation. Um, the other thing, right, because there's like, there's like five or six questions, but I'm just going to limit this one to three for us. Um, so the next one I would think would be, what's one improvement or change that you appreciate um, me making and how has that been beneficial for our relationship, right? So what improvements or changes do you think would be, you would appreciate from me, right? And so I'm like, that's a good one. Like what kind of changes I would appreciate in myself? Because you always start with self, right? Ask yourself the questions about yourself. What would you, what, what improve, what is, let's limit it to one, because I can go on and get several. So let's limit it to one. So what is one improvement or change that you would appreciate in yourself um, to make? And um, how does that benefit, how is that beneficial to the relationship that you have with yourself? Now, like for me, the one thing that I, I think um, improvement I would like is um, I procrastinate a lot and I leave everything to the last minute as much as possible especially if it's something I have some sort of insecurity about um, so for that I do equate into the last minute to either address it or even say something um, to my spouse about it so for that I do want to improve on that so I try to mention things as soon as possible um, unfortunately I do a lot of things and my brain is going 100 miles a minute so I do forget a lot so I try to write it down as I think about it so that I can remember to tell him or even like in the beginning when I said I send messages um, when he couldn't when he was um, had no electronic access I would just send the message say just I just want to tell you this before I forget because today's a long day and I got 50 things that I'm doing, right? So that is one thing I definitely want to work on. I mean, there are several, right? We, we all have like a hundred things that we can definitely come up with that we will want to work on. But 
for me, that would be one, procrastination and conversations from things that I'm insecure about um, would be the one. Because a lot of us, I know some people don't like to admit it, but a lot of us suffer from imposter syndrome. That's a real thing. And even though as I have elevated myself in my career, um, in education, in, and just in life, I've changed a lot of things in life, um, I still have that imposter syndrome within me. So that's something that you're fighting every day um, until it's not, right? Until it's not. So um, that is one thing. And then, you know, how does that make a difference in our relationship? It makes it seem like I'm vested, like I'm, I'm present and I'm there because honestly, I, I, I do. I feel like some days I am checked out because I have like a hundred things in my head and I often wonder what it would be like just to like power down and have nothing and going on. That scares me because I've always had something going on, be it it's going to school, be it working all the time, be it the kids. And now that the kids are adults, I don't have them in the house. It's just me and my husband and the dog. And so now I'm like, oh, okay, what do I do now? And it's like, I don't have to fill my time with stuff, but I feel like I need to fill my time with stuff because if I don't, I fall into this um, habit or a rut of just watching my shows on TV over and over again and not really, I, I don't feel like I'm being productive. Like today, I am really forcing myself to be productive because yesterday, I kind of sat on the, t on the couch and watched CSI. Though I did do stuff. I did do stuff because I was trying to clean out my other computer um, because there's like way too much stuff on there. Um, so I was trying to delete some stuff on that computer, clean it out. I really need to take it to Apple and just let them do their thing and just make it a whole brand new computer again and start all over again. But that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so how does that improve our relationship? I think it makes it better for us to communicate and he does not have to guess or, you know, she doesn't have to guess where I am or what we're doing for the day. And I say he or she because, I, you know, whoever you're married to, <laughs> you know, I'm not, no judgment here. Um, never that. Um, but um, even if you don't use pronouns, if you use they or them, that's fine too. Um, whomever your spouse is, it, it ends up being a better communication um, with between the two of you. Okay, so I'm going to repeat what I said in the beginning. So what's one improvement or change that you appreciate me making and how has that been beneficial for our relationship? Again, start with yourself. How has it been benefit beneficial for your relationship with yourself? And then how can that transfer over to being beneficial for your relationship with your significant other? And how can you grow for that? Um, I would su probably suggest for these three questions that I'm asking you that we do this every new month because they'll, they, it will change. It will change. And as you do that, every new month, you will grow in your relationship and also grow for yourself. Because again, you're directing those questions to yourself first and then out to your spouse and significant other, right? So my third question for us today would be, um, let me see. Are there any issues from, okay, guys, it, this may be a trigger for people because not everybody has come to grips with their past. So, um, just kind of 
be patient with yourselves and your spouse, but are there any issues from this past week that feel like they're unresolved for you? Okay. Now, you got to really think about that. Think about the past week, months. Remember, it's a new month, so you're not going back to next, last month. You're going this week, like from Sunday to, I think it was the 30th, the 29th, 30th of October. That's the only time you go into that month because that's the first week, right? So it's any time in that thing in that past week that you've discussed that has not been resolved. I, again, start with yourself. Think about yourself. Is there anything that you went through this past week that you feel like is unresolved within yourself? Now, for me, yes, there are things in, from the past week that are unresolved for me. Um, and a lot of them, I'm, I'm just going to pick one, is going to be, um, this one is going to be the fact that um, I'm not as organized for the week as I had let myself to be. Right, so I started off on a good trajectory, and guess what? That's unresolved because it's going to be revolving for me, and I need to figure out how that's going to work. So then bring it out to your spouse and how that works, and then you ask your spouse. Now that you know what's unresolved within yourself, bring it to your spouse. Say, hey, honey, is there anything that we've gone through in the past week that you feel is unresolved, is still lingering, you still got some... Um, angst about it you don't you still have questions you still have anything anything about last week that you feel like yeah we could go back and address that right so that's what that part is and then if there is that's here's the next thing if there is okay it's like when you are ready right when you are ready would you like to discuss it and express the rest of your feelings towards that situation, okay? I warn you, do not ask that question if you're not ready for the answer, <laughs> okay? Just, just letting you know, don't ask that question if you're not ready for the answer. Again, that question, that, that statement is, is when you're ready, would you like to express the rest of your feelings towards that situation? Okay, because you have to be ready to hear your spouse out whether you like what they say or not. And so that's why I said you you want to tread lightly when you ask that question. Um, and also ask that your question of yourself. Are you ready to express how you're feeling um, aloud? Are you ready to express it to your spouse? Are you ready to write it down in your journal? Are you ready to see and face those feelings that you have regarding whatever that issue was from last week. That's a real thing because what happens is when you're addressing something that's unresolved, it tends to bring up other unresolved feelings and situations and then you're in this whole circle of arguments back and forth, back and forth, back and forth and then nothing gets resolved and you're back to square one. So you want to be able to be in a space where you're ready to receive the information that is going to be um, given, given to you from your spouse. And you want to be in a position where you're ready to listen, right? Because you want to be present, be mindful, 
of where you are in that situation. So you want to make sure that there's nothing hindering your thought pattern. You're not sitting there thinking about the grocery list, the laundry that you have to do, the dishes that you have to put in the dishwasher, then you have to unload the dishwasher. Then. No, none of that. You want to be fully present in that conversation with your spouse. All right. So again, tread lightly when you ask that question because you might not want to know that answer. All right. So that is actually what I have for for us today, you know, because it's it's just those things like I said thinking about the self-care, the love and, you know, being about um who we are, where we are and be authentic to yourself and not lowering your standards and being present in conversations and being communicative with your spouse, being communicating with yourself um, is really important. So here's one thing I want to share with everyone about being present. All right. Being present. Once you have decided that you want to be the, be there in that present moment to be, whether it's to be a friend or a spouse or a listening ear, it is up to you to make the first move to be present. It's up to you to make that first move. All right. Um, welcome it no matter what it looks like to be present. Right. Because it does come in different ways to be present. Be present can be me shutting down and just actively listening and engaging. Being present can be just the body being there. So whatever being present means to you. Um, and then when you, when you're present like that, it, it just opens you up to so much more, to so many different circumstances and, um, it, you're more cooperative. You're, you're able to make better decisions and you have more control over your, what's happening because you're there, you're, you're invest, you're vested. You're listening. You're you're fully there, engaged in that conversation or in that moment, right? So, um, I know it's hard that we want to capture every moment, and I'm guilty of this too. That I every time I see something and we're out and about, I always want to capture it with the picture, capture it with the picture, capture it with this cap. And it's like I stop myself now and say, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy the moment and be present. And just see it and enjoy it. Take in the colors of the sky. Take in the colors of the trees, right? I live here in the desert, so there's not too many trees unless I drive to the mountains. And that's okay, too, because I do that. We drive to the mountains, and there are pine trees and um, Joshua trees, which are really cool to look at, and different type of cacti. And, and this time of year, you have some that are blooming, so you get to see that as well. So, um, yeah, so you just stop and take in the moment and be present. Be present and enjoy it, right? And enjoy it. So with that, I'm going to leave you with my self-care reminder. It's okay to pause while you're in the pursuit, all right? But the journey must continue, right? It's okay to stop when you're in that moment of pursuing your goals but um remember you have to continue that journey right so give yourself that grace be kind to yourself and just 
when you're ready and get back in that race, but you got to get back in that race, right? So you take that moment, do that self-care, acknowledge your needs, take care of your needs, but remember you were on a path to a journey. So you got to get back on it. So don't let that self-care moment take away your goal of meeting, um, continuing on that journey and on that path, right? It's just a pit stop. As Huey says, it's a pause. <laughs> just pause for a moment and then you go back in there and you knock them dead, right? Or bring them back to life, however you want to do it, all right? So in that, I want to say thank you for taking the time to be with me today. I thoroughly appreciate you. Thank you for those who support Divine Nubian Essentials and buying products from them. Uh, I thoroughly appreciate you. Um, the next pop-up for Divine Nubian Essentials is actually going to be November 19th here in Tucson, Arizona off of McDonald Avenue. Um, and if you go on to the soulfuleclectic.com's webpage, you'll see the flyer. Or if you go on to Divine Nubian Essentials on Instagram, you'll also see the flyer for it as well as I will um, put some information in our uh, notes, our show notes. Uh, so yes, so the next pop-up is December, November, December, uh, November 19th, which is a Sunday from 10 to 3. So if you're in the Tucson area, do stop by to Divine Nubian Essentials and say hello at the table. And if you are so inclined, do make a purchase. She will appreciate it greatly. Um, and with that, um, yeah, that's all I got. So thank you so much again for taking the time to be with me. Um, take care of yourself and each other and continue to love, love, love. We got so much hate going on in the world. Can we just show each other some love? Because you know what? That's all I'm about. I'm not about the hate. We spend too much time hating on each other, hating on things. I just want to love. Like when you see me, just smile and I ask you, how you doing? I'm going to tell you I'm amazing. So you tell me how you doing because I'm amazing. I'm always amazing, damn it. And I'm going to stay amazing. <laughs> so, all right, let me stop. Let me let y'all go. And I will talk to you soon. And uh, we got some great guests coming up. And I look forward to having them on the show as well. And you can hear about their businesses and what they're into. And some of them you've heard from before if you've followed the show. And if not, then you'll be hearing from the first time. And then maybe you go and listen to them when they were first on the show. We shall see. In that, I want to say again, take care of yourself and each other. And remember, you have several lives that you live every day you wake up but you only die once. So make this life the best. Namaste.